Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. Let us pray. Our Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Father, we are grateful to you. We appreciate you, Father, because you counted us worthy to receive your word at this time. Jehovah be exalted in the name of Jesus. It is a privilege, O oh Lord, to hear from your throne of grace. Father, we thank you. We appreciate you because you are going to meet with every one of us, O oh Lord. And your word is going to do us good. Your word is going to mix with our faith in the name of Jesus. My Father, I pray, O oh Lord, that your word will come to us and we deliver us from all our troubles in the name of Jesus. And your word will draw us closer to you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. We shall be talking about what I titled as Take Heed. Let's take heed, lest you fall. In First Corinthians chapter 10, First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. If you think you are standing strong, be careful not to fall. Strong. Be careful not to fall. Praise the Lord. Anytime the word be careful comes to us, it does not come alone. Amen? It does not come alone. It says, be careful of the stairs. It says, be careful of the rain or the water or the flood. It says, be careful of the wind. Be careful. Careful of moving objects. Be careful of objects falling. Praise the Lord. The word be careful does not always go alone. It goes with a complete statement that describes what you be careful for. The King James Version of this, of this uh, verse of the Bible says, Take heed. Praise the Lord. Take heed lest you fall. That is to say, be careful, lest you fall. Be careful of what? Amen. That is where we want to center our discussion this afternoon on what we should be careful of. In verse 13 of that same 1 Corinthians chapter 10, it says, the temptation in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you the way out so that you can endure. Praise the Lord. 
In Acts chapter, chapter 2, Acts chapter 2, verse 25, King David said this about him. I see that the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me. Amen. Then First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians chapter one. I mean First Thessalonians chapter one. I mean chapter three. First Thessalonians chapter three from verses one to three. Finally, when we stand it no longer, we decide to stay alone in Athens, and we send Timothy to visit you. He is our brother and God's co-worker in proclaiming the good news of Christ. We send him to strengthen you, to encourage you in your faith, and to keep you from being shaken by the troubles you are going through. But you know that we are destined for such trouble. And finally for now, Proverbs chapter 24, verse 10. If you fall under the pressure, your strength is too small. King James Version says, if you faint in the day of battle, your strength is too small. Praise the Lord. Amen. There is something that always happens before a fall. There is either a sleep or a shaking. Praise the Lord. There is either a sleep or a shaking. Something must happen. Fall does just not happen. Something causes fall. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. Something causes fall. Before fall, there is always a shaking, which when you are not able to withstand, result to fall. Praise the Lord. No wonder in the scriptures, it is always written, you will not be shaking. Not that shaking will not come, it means that when you are shaking, the shaking will not be able to cause you to fall. Amen? The shaking will not be able to cause you to fall. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. This shaking, this shaking can be in, can be in form of trials. Okay? can be in form of trials, can be in form of uh, carelessness, it can be in form of uh, not well informed. Praise the Lord. Like the way you run on the tire road with your car. If you are not well informed, you might want to also attempt the same speed on an off-road. Praise the Lord. You are not going to have the same results. So some people fall or some people are shaking because of trials and temptations, because, of, uh, because they are not well informed, or some because of their carelessness. Praise the Lord. But the Lord will help us to take heed 
so that none of these will catch up with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Like I said earlier, there is always shaking before the fall. When shaking comes, what we don't want that shaking to do is to make you to fall. I will bring some examples of some shakings in the Bible. And we'll be able to see some we are able to stand and some we are able, we are not able. Praise the Lord. Amen. Joseph in Potiphar's house in Genesis chapter 39. Genesis chapter 39, 7 to 9. We know this story. Joseph was given everything in Potiphar's house. But there was a shaking. And that shaking was came from the wife of the master. Praise the Lord. That shaking was very, very terrible. But we understand the story that let us read from um, Genesis chapter 39 from verse 7 to 9. And Potiphar's wife soon began to look at him lustfully. Come and sleep with me, she demanded. But Joseph refused. Look, he told her, my master trusts me with everything in his entire household. No one here has more authority than I do. He has held back nothing from me except you, because you are his wife. How could I do such a wicked thing? It will be a great sin against God. Praise the Lord. That was a shaking. That was a shaking, which means if this woman has been favorable to Joseph before, Joseph's refuser is going to cause, and not cause him a problem. Praise the Lord. But there was something in Joseph that did not allow this shaking to bring him down. And that was what he mentioned in the last verse. How could I do such thing? It will be a great sin against God. That was Joseph's pivot. The shaking was shaking, the rocking was rocking, everything was you know, going haywire. But he has a pivot that I will not do this. To do what? To sin against God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let somebody shout hallelujah. The children of Israel were also shaking when they were about to cross the Red Sea. They were also shaking. In Exodus chapter 14, verse 10, as Pharaoh approached, the people of Israel looked up and panicked when they saw the Egyptians overtaking them. They cried out to the Lord. Praise the Lord. They cried out to the Lord. They were panicked. They were shaking. But there was something they know could deliver them. Because the Bible says, they that call on the name of the Lord shall be what? Shall be saved. So they called on the name of the Lord. There is something 
and that is the name of the Lord. They remember the name of the Lord and they call on this name. Praise the Lord. So during this shaking, they had a pivot. Praise the Lord. You know, when I use the word pivot, you know, when ships are packed, you know, they used to be rocking, but they are anchored. Okay, no matter how the turbulence of the sea, because of their anchor, they will not be moved. Praise the Lord. So in other words, you might be shaking. You will not fall because you have an sure anchor and you will not be moved in the name of Jesus. Amen. Aaron and Miriam were shot out of the camp as a result of their conspiracy against Moses. They were shot out of the camp because they conspired against Moses. They were shaking. In this time, Moses was shaken by what Miriam and Aaron they conspired. But God told Moses, leave the way for me. Let me deal with them by myself. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Leave the way for me. Let me deal with them by myself. There might be some shaking that will come to you. There might be some shaking that you will experience. It is about your finger because the Lord will step into it. And the Lord will recognize that battle as his own, like he did in the case of uh, Miriam and Aaron. Miriam was shut out. She was shut out. Even when Moses was praying for him, God told Moses, if the father has part on her face, will she not be ashamed for seven days? Praise the Lord. She was shut out because the Lord intervened. The children of Israel were also shaking with fear when they went into the land of Canaan to spy. They described themselves as what? As grasshoppers before the giants. Because of this fear, they were not able to enter the land. Praise the Lord. Amen. In Numbers chapter 13, Numbers chapter 13, from verse 30 to 33. But Caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before Moses. Let's go at once to take the land, he said. We can certainly conquer it. But the other men who had explored the land with him disagreed. When we can't go up against them, they are stronger than we are. So they spread his bad report about the land among the Israelites. The land we travel through and explore, we devour anyone who goes to the land there. All the people we saw were huge. We even saw giants. There, the descendant of Anna, next to them, we fed like grasshopper, and that's what they thought 
That's what they taught too. Praise the Lord. Amen. This is the shaking that gave birth to the 40 years extension. They were supposed to enter into their promise within a few days. But because of this shaking as a result of fear, it elongated their promise by another 40 years, which so many of them were not able to enter. Promise they were not able to get because they were shaken by this fear. And as a result, a lot of them fell in the wilderness. Everyone that was above 20 years old, including Moses, fell. I was thinking while I was uh, meditating on this message, if what these people did by, uh, by not, you know, by calling themselves grasshopper did not only affect them, the few that were sent were not the only people this message affected. It affected Moses himself. Because I know if they had entered at that time, the mistake Moses made, maybe he would have made it in the land of Canaan. After all, he would have been in the land of Canaan when he made that mistake. Praise the Lord. What I'm trying to say here is that this fear that some people put up cost them their promised land. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. The children of Israel were, were shaking in the land of Moab when Balaam and Bala were making incantations and, uh, and uh, making incantations against them. When they were making prophesying against them, they pushed them into committing adultery with the Moabites. And God himself, God himself, they were shaken by this act. And God himself rose to kill so many of them. So many of them. In my definition, I will say, in that regard, they fell for the shaking. Amen. Daniel, Shadrach, and Abednego, they were also shaking. Thrown into the lion's den, thrown into the fire that was a king dude seven times hotter. They were shaking, but the result was obvious. The shaking did not cause them to fall. Praise the Lord. The shaking did not cause them to fall. I will read Daniel chapter 3, verse 16 to 18. And you'll be able to recognize the anchor that held them and did not allow them to fall. Praise the Lord. Daniel chapter 3, verse 16 to 18. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. That is an anchor. 
the God whom we serve is able to save us. But whether he will save us or not, that is, that is not relevant now. Praise the Lord. Whether he will save us or not, that is not relevant now. Amen. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your God or worship the gold status you have set up. Praise the Lord. In other words, we are not afraid of your fire. Amen. We are not afraid of your fire. Because we only fear the one who can kill the body and the soul. Not the one who can kill the body alone. Praise the Lord. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. They were shaking. We know the result. They were able to stand because they put their trust in the Lord. Amen. Then also Gehazi, the one that was supposed to receive the full portion. If Elisha got two portion of Elijah's anointing, Gehazi was supposed to get what? Four of Elijah's anointing. Praise the Lord. That is who Gehazi is supposed to be. But Gehazi was shaking when Ammon came to Elisha. After he received his healing, Elijah refused to take anything from him. But Gehazi saw it other way around. And this is an opportunity to enrich ourselves. This is an opportunity to expand. This is an opportunity to, to, to take this free money. Why is my master refusing to take this money from this Syrian? Praise the Lord. He went ahead, took the money. Praise the Lord. I will read the Second Kings chapter 5. Second Kings chapter 5, verse 20. Verse 20 and 21, then 27. Should not have let this Aramean get away without accepting his gift. As surely as the Lord lives, I will chase after him and get something from him. As surely as the Lord lives. Which means if Elisha has stopped him, he would not have stopped. Praise the Lord. Because he has, he has made assurance of what he wants to do. Even with the name of the Lord. That is, if the master had this course, he would not have listened. He said, As surely as the Lord lives, which is true, 
I will chase after him and get something from him. So Gehazi set off after Naaman. When Naaman to meet him, is anything all right? Then Gehazi start to form all the story. Praise the Lord. From verse 26, I will read from verse 26. Amen. From verse 26. Okay, from verse 25. When he, when he went into his masters, Elijah asked him, where have you been, Gehazi? I haven't been anywhere, he replied in verse 26. But Elisha asked him, don't you realize that I was there in spirit when Naaman stepped down from his chariot to meet you? Is this the time to receive money and clothing? Olive groves and vineyard, sheep and cattle, and male and female servants, is this the time? In verse 27, because you have done this, you and your descendants will suffer from Nama's leprosy forever. When Gehazi left the room, he was covered with leprosy. His skin was white as snow. A little shaking. The enemy threw in an idea. There was nothing to verify the idea. Oh, this is an opportunity. He ran after it and got leprosy. Praise the Lord. A little shaking. In all this we have read about the men of old that we are shaking. There are, there are certain things that I want us to know. Praise the Lord. Okay, let me also add this. Damas. Demas. Demas in Colossians chapter 4. Demas in Colossians chapter 4, verse 14. And also Demas in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 10. Now I read Demas in Colossians chapter 4, verse 14. Luke, the beloved doctor, sent his greeting, and so does Demas. That is when Paul was writing to the people of Colossians. Then in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 10, Demas had deserted me, Paul wrote to Timothy, because he has loved the things of this life, and has gone to Thessalonica Crescent, has gone to Galatia, and Titus has gone to Damatias. Praise the Lord. Demas has left me. And why did Demas leave Paul? Because he has loved the things of this life. Praise the Lord. What swept him? What make him not to see the anchor to hold on? The things of this life. Praise the Lord. Amen. We looked at all this and we were able to see that are things that the Bible says we should take heed. 
of. From all we have read, we'll be able to see some of these things that either make them to be able to stand after the shaking or make them to fall during the shaking. Praise the Lord. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Pleasure, as in the case of Joseph, was what the word take heed was referring to in his case. Praise the Lord. Do not give yourself to pleasure. That was his own heed. Do not give yourself to pleasure. Amen. Then in 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 6, Timothy chapter 5, verse 6, but the widow who lives only for pleasure is spiritually dead while she is alive. Praise the Lord. Take heed. Don't live for pleasure alone. Live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. That is the heed that Joseph need to take. And he took and he was able to stand. Praise the Lord. Although he was thrown in prison, but the prison later brought him to what? To become the prime minister of uh, Egypt. Because he was able to stand the shaking. Praise the Lord. Amen. And today we should, be, we should also understand what the scripture is telling us here. That we should be careful of pleasure. We should be careful of how we pursue pleasure. Praise the Lord. If you have anything that gives you pleasure, be careful of that thing. Be careful because the enemy is very subtle. He's very subtle in the things that gives you pleasure. He made Eve to see that fruit and was able to make Eve to see that the fruit is beautiful to eat. And by that, he was able to capture Eve. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. In the case of Miriam and Aaron, we know Miriam and Aaron are senior to Moses. Okay? They were senior to Moses. So because of that, they were, there is this pride. How can our, the person that I saved the other day when he was a baby now be the one that is ruling over all of us. Praise the Lord. That was pride. That was pride. We should take heed of pride because pride, any man with pride, when he is shaking, such a man will go down. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. If I see your eyes closed, I don't, I don't assume that you are meditating. Amen. I conclude that you are sleeping. So I want to see your eyes open. Amen. 
Praise the Lord. Some assumptions can be dangerous. It's better I assume that you are sleeping than to think you are meditating. Amen. Praise the Lord. Unless I see your eyes, to me, you are sleeping. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. So pride, when pride is in anyone, that person cannot withstand such shaking. That person will surely go down. So when the Bible says take heed, the second is what? Pride. The first I mentioned is pleasure. Take heed of pleasure, lest you fall. Take heed of pride, lest you fall. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. Amen. In James chapter 4, verse 6, and he give grace generously, as the scripture says, God opposes the proud, but give grace to the humble. Amen. Give grace to the humble. You are in any shaking. Because you are humble, the grace of God will always be with you. Amen. Because of your humility, you always have the grace to go through whatever you are going through. Amen. Amen. In the case of Gehazi, the take heed of Gehazi is greed and spiritual insensitivity. The reason that Elisha rejected that gift has some spiritual implication, which Gehazi does not know about. Praise the Lord. That was why Gehazi pursued. If Gehazi was spiritually sensitive, that the Naaman leprosy was in his work, in the property that Naaman was carrying about, whoever takes that property from Naaman will take his leprosy. That was the understanding that Elisha has. And Elisha did not allow that, you know, the beauty of the word and all those things, to convince him because there was leprosy following those things. So spiritual insensitivity, we have to take heed. We have to take heed. Because if a man is not spiritually sound, is not spiritually informed, the wind of shaking will take over him and he will not be able to stand. Praise the Lord. So many people are able to stand their temptations and their trials because they were pre-informed. They, they were pre-informed. And because they were pre-informed, they were able to, to persevere. They were able to endure. Praise the Lord. Spiritual sensitivity. Knowing what is going on in the spiritual realm. Knowing the man of God concerning what you are going through, you need to be spiritually sensitive. Otherwise, you will not be able to stand the shaking. Because of our time, I will just go through Ross. You know, Second Kings chapter 5, verse 26, we'll be able to understand when Elisha said, This is not the time. This is not the time. Is this the time? This is not the time. Praise the Lord. Fear 
in the case of the children of Israel. Fear. Amen. That is why the Bible always tells us, the word of God always comes to us, do not be afraid. Do you know when we find ourselves in any situation that is not pleasant, the first thing that affects us is fear. And that is what God repeatedly addressed in his word. Do not be afraid. Tell yourself, I am not afraid. God is with me. In all situations, I am not afraid. No matter what you face, confess to that thing. I am not afraid of you. Like the children of Israel, the three Hebrew boys, they told the king, we are not what? Afraid of the fire. Despite the fact that, yes, fire can burn. They declare, declare it to that situation. I am not afraid. Praise the Lord. Because that is a weapon from the pit of hell. Whatever is of God will not create fear in you. Will not make you to be afraid. So anything that makes you to be afraid is substandard. It is not of God. It's below you. Praise the Lord. It's below you. Whatever makes you to be afraid is below you. It's not from God. You are on God's side. And that thing that makes you to be afraid is on the other side. Definitely, you are going to win. But just declare it. I'm not afraid. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Like, like in the case of Demas, the love of the world. The love of the world. In the case of Demas, he loved the world more than he loved the gospel. If the love of the world is in you, in the time of shaking, you will not be able to stand. Praise the Lord. If there is anything in this world that you love more than God, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you categorically clear that in the time of shaking, you will not be able to stand. Because that is going to be your pressure point. That is going to be your pressure point. Abraham demonstrated that he loved God more than anything. That was what he demonstrated on Mount Horeb when he decided to do what? To sacrifice Isaac to, the, to God. And God said, holy day. Without your sacrifice, I have seen your heart. That you what? You love me more than anything. It is difficult to attain, but I'm telling you, unless you attain that level, your shaking can take you off. But my prayer is that the Lord will give us that kind of faith, like that of Abraham, to be able to stand when we are shaking. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. You need to believe the word of God in totality. Some of us, we choose where to, we choose where to read. We choose, you see, when I, if, if I say, you know, uh, give me some Bible recitation, the one we will be reciting that will be more is those ones that have to do with what God gives to us. Is that not? 
what God gives to us, that will be the more. I mean, we, we tend to take that into our heart the more. No, that is not enough. We are supposed to understand the Bible clearly. We are supposed to understand everything that the Bible says. We are, able, we are supposed to be able to balance the word of God. Otherwise, the enemy can use that to defeat us. So when there is a shaking and we understand the word of God, definitely that will be our anchor. No matter the rocking, we will surely be standing. Praise the Lord. Believing the word of God. Like my popular verse, Philippians chapter 3, verse 10 and 11. You know, Philippians chapter 3, verse 10 and 11. I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. I want to suffer with him, sharing his deaths. The first statement is where we stop. I want to know the power that raised Jesus from the dead. So that if I find my, myself in trouble, that power will also what? Save me. If I need that thing, I can all anything, I can command that power to bring it for me, to bring it to me. Praise the Lord. That is where we stop. The balance of it, which the scripture is given in entirety, is that we should also what? We should also, so that one way or the other, I will experience the resurrection from the dead. Amen. Raise power that raised him from the dead. I want to suffer with him. Third one is sharing his death. No wonder Paul was able to go very far. Despite the, 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 the beating, the imprisonment, he was still able to say, I have fulfilled my course. I have run the race. You understand? Because he understands what the scripture is all about. It is not about only about bread and butter, bread and butter. Okay? It also involves the suffering. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Like so many of us, when it's time to fast, we start giving all sorts of what? Uh, compliance. Doctor said, uh, what else? You know, start to give all sorts of... It is part of this race we are running. Okay? It is part of this race we are running. Take it and be able to stand whenever there is any shaking. Praise the Lord. Amen. Your relationship with God, okay? Your relationship with God. Whenever there is any trouble, some people those days, the first person they call is their mother. That will tell you, oh, this is who this person is. Okay? But your relationship with God will make you to call on God first in all situations. We make you to call on God first in all situations. Praise the Lord. 
your understanding of the scripture, I've mentioned that, and also your willingness to suffer with Christ will make you to stand. Praise the Lord. Finally, because of our time, everything you do, have it the premonition that you want to glorify God. Okay? You want to glorify God. In Hebrew chapter 11 from verse 35 to 38, Hebrew 30, 11, 35 to 38, women receive their loved ones back again from death, but others were tortured, refusing to turn from God in order to be set free. They place their hope in a better life after the resurrection. Some were jeddahs, and their backs were cut open with whips. Others were chained in prison. They refused to be set free. They, they are the ones that refuse to be set free because they refuse to deny their faith. Praise the Lord. Why? They want God's name to be glorified. They want God's name to be glorified at all times. Amen. So when all these are with you, then you will be able to stand. No matter the shaking, you will be meant to be standing. Let us rise up. Begin to talk to God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, Help me to take heed and help me to stand in the name of Jesus. No matter the situation and the circumstances I find myself, Lord, help me to take heed and help me to stand. Begin to talk to God.